0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear brethren, it is a beautiful day today, the feast of the most sacred heart of Jesus that we celebrate here in this very beautiful church at the end of this uh, novena, in union with uh, the Superior General, the Prior General of our community, Monsignor Vac, with uh, all the priests, all the sisters, seminarians, and also all the members of the Society of the Sacred Heart. We are all united in prayer during this beautiful ceremony and we have to ask ourselves seriously today, what do we need to do to be saved? It's a very important question and the answer is, of course, the basic response would be we need to believe in God, we need to confess God the Father and whom he has sent, our Lord Jesus Christ, and then we must follow him, follow Christ, by obeying his commandments. But there is something a bit dry in this response. And thank God, St. Paul expresses and gives us a very important precision. He says that, uh, he declares that uh, you advanced in the knowledge and the love of Christ. The love of Christ. If there is no love, our spiritual life is just something dry, is some just something superficial, just something exterior. And as we know, if there, if there is a lack of love, this is a real obstacle to holiness. If there is a lack of love, there is this is a great deficiency, and it's only if we reject God that uh, we still know very little about Jesus. It's because there is a lack of love that so many people only know Jesus by name. It's only because of a lack of love that uh, we also are in our spiritual life, uh, we are to look warm. So what is the purpose of this novena? Why have we come every day here or almost i hope every day during this novena here to the church some communities may organize some novenas for fundraising you know money is important but for us it's something totally different we do not organize any any event for material gains for for money. We do not organize beautiful ceremonies to please people. We do not organize any quick ceremonies or irreverent ceremonies because this is bad in itself and we do want to please God, to honor God, to adore Him. The purpose of the novena is for all those who attended to know the person of Jesus better, to know Him on a deeper way. And this is why it is a novena of prayer, a novena during which the Blessed Sacrament was exposed every afternoon so that we could come and take time at the foot of the most sacred heart of Jesus and listening to him, listening to him in silence, this heart-to-heart, The core at core loquitur, to contemplate the pulsation of his heart, so that we can, throughout the novena, experience the overwhelming mercy of God, so that we could be more and more assured of God's infinite desire of our eternal salvation. And this advancement takes place within our hearts. It's where our emotions are, where our love is, where our patience grow, where are also all kinds of desires and the force of the will. This happens within our heart. In the Gospel, I'm always touched, and I like very much this verse of our Lord, who is described as Miserio superturbam. God, Jesus, had mercy upon the crowd. This is in the Gospel of Saint Matthew. And an expression of his mercy, this is the reason for which he healed the sick. He forgave the sinners, he fed the hungry, and finally he shed his most precious blood for all sinners, for all of us, in an atoning sacrifice on the cross. And he offered it as an expiation to the infinite justice of God. And during the Sacred hat Novena, we could be in the presence of our Lord, hanging of the cross, our Lord opening his heart as a bleeding victim for our sins. To understand just a little bit more, or a little bit better, this tremendous sacrifice, we need the love of Christ. The love of Christ, the love of God must arise clearly before us and can only be attained by looking into the depth of his divine heart. His gentle heart. His humble heart as described in the Gospel of St. Matthew. So this is really the purpose of this beautiful novena. To discover that Jesus' heart is more than just an biological organ. It's really a heart that is burning with love for us. It's a heart that is willing, that was willing to be pierced for us, to die for us, and ready to shed his blood for us until the very last drop. But that's not all. Love goes goes even further. Behind this love, for us, there is another love, a fundamental love, and this is the love of the Son to, for the Father. And this perfect love can be communi- communicated to us. You see, it's how Jesus' heart on the cross, when it was pierced, did not close, but instead was opened. And by being opened, it flooded the blood and water for our redemption. And these are the words that we can then understand a little bit better from the, the epistle to the Romans. The love of God was, has been poured out into our heart through the Holy Ghost that has been given to us. So we now feel better and we feel better throughout this novena, the real necessity, our real duty To convert, to change our personal heart. So, if we think today, what does Christ see, Christ sees, when He is looking at us? Does He see only a sinner? Yes, this is true. Does He see someone who wants to change His heart? Yes, hopefully. He sees poor sinners, but he sees even something more. He sees something lovable. He sees our heart. And he knows, he wants to teach us that we too are capable of loving God to, on a much higher degree. So this is the grace that we have to feel and to put into practice a little bit more and realize the capacity of our heart to be open, the capacity of our heart to forgive, to venerate, to pray, to adore. This is the grace that we can discover during this novena and refresh this divine treasure that might be a bit hidden within our heart. It could be a forgotten treasure. So, my dear brethren, let us remember this purpose of the novena Realize that God really made us for Himself. He draws us to Himself, and it's only the lack of our lack of cooperation that can then become an obstacle. We need to honor Jesus' heart. We need every day in our spiritual life to give homage to His entire sacred humanity. We want our humanity to be then transformed by His. And this is how, throughout our life, by cooperating with divine grace, we can then need, and we need to work on this kind of heart transplant. So this is the grace that I wish to all of you, to all who even came a few minutes, a few seconds during this novena, and who were attracted by the signs outside, by the bunting, by people who were coming here, by people who were touched by the sacredness of the Church, by the silence, by the spirit of prayer, by hearing people praying, by seeing someone going to confession. You see, all these little miracles start with very little things, and God is in control of everything. So. From the deepest part of our our hearts now, we can say a real, a sincere, and very generous Deo gratias. Thank God for this beautiful novena. Thank God for these nine days of prayer, of adoration, of reparation, in preparation for this feast day. Thank God, but also thank you, and thanks to all those who have been following us online, doing with the live stream, we have been we have received a lot of uh, prayer intentions during uh, our novena that we kept every day during our devotions. So wherever where you are, even far from Limerick, far from Ireland, if you are living in a country where it's uh, warm and sunny, we also remember you here in Ireland. This is for those who are a bit far, not for us here. I also renew my profound gratitude not only to the. Generous volunteers who helped us out during the novena and allowed us as clerics to be God centered and to be available for your souls. And I also re- thank and extend my profound gratitude once again to the sister adorers of the royal heart of Jesus Christ, sovereign priest the few sisters who are now currently resident in Ardi in County Louth who have come and have prayed with us they have edified us with their prayerful presence they also edify us tonight during this beautiful mass by their presence their prayer as well as for with their beautiful singing so we say a generous thank god And thank God for this church as well. This church that, uh, please remember, you see the big scaffolding. The reason is that uh, in 2006, when our predecessors, the Jesuit order, left Limerick and sold the property, it was then purchased by someone who wanted to turn this church into a spa and a swimming pool. Never forget that. Please remember that. God had a plan. And prayer, sacrifices, penances have changed everything. And in 2012, we had the grace, the surprise, the great joy of being able to then reopen this church for the greater glory of God and for the salvation of your souls. So we are currently restoring this church, make it beautiful again. According to its vocation, according to how it was built first by our dear predecessors. And we also say a very special thank God because actually this year is the 10th novena that our community, the Institute of Christ the King, Sovereign Priest, is leading in this church. One final reason to express a profound gratitude you may have heard. The news today: What happened in the states with the Supreme Court that has eliminated the right to abortion? So we also thank God for this big step, big progress. We keep that in our prayers, and we do hope and pray that this will be a great example that then will bear a lot of fruits throughout the world, especially in Europe and in your and our dear Ireland. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.